It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. ITL Fantasy Podcast Network presents In a World of Football Podcast that sounds like this. Welcome into our podcast on Suck Talk Radio. And talk like this. Wah, 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 wah. Don't go after running back. Wah, wah. Because they're not. So much fun. Bogman, let's not overreact here. The In This League Fantasy Football Podcast. Featuring Bugman. Oh, he's on tilt. He's full tilt. He has no idea where he's going. I think I'd rather shit my pants in public, to be honest with and you. And the Welsh. I think that, you know, they would have like a... <laughs> like what they did to their real doll the night before. <laughs> oh, no, I'm dying. Playing on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. Never like LARPed or anything like that. What the f*** is a LARP? Coming to your ears. Welcome in, friendos, to the In This League Fantasy Football Podcast. It is Championship Week. Unless you're a weirdo and you're playing into Week 18. Then it's the semifinal double championship week. Maybe you play two weeks of champion. That's what baseball does. I don't know. Do you think anybody does that in football? They do like a two-week championship oh, yeah. run? Like, oh, they yeah. do do that? Okay. Yeah, yeah so. there are people that'll do like two-week playoff runs. So like the last six weeks of the season are playoffs, which is nuts to me. So. Yeah, I, I you got to probably assume in fantasy sports, it's similar to fantasy, if you know what I mean, in real life. There's a category so for there's everything. dragons, wizards. No, not that type of fantasy. Just like, like a hub. Like if you can think it, you know how you'll do that thing where you're like, I wonder if anyone's into this. Like there's a subreddit for it. Like <laughs> yeah. if you can think of it, someone out there is doing yes. that in fantasy. So of course there's a two-week championship week. But whatever it is, it is week 17. It's championship. Yes, you only got one episode because we're not going to like break down the week 16 games going into the final week of the championship. The whole breakdown idea is to be able to kind of talk about the future. And there is not much more future in fantasy football. Really friends. The waiver wire a lot, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's only two people working the waiver now. It should be uh, in most. Should league, so. be. It should only be two. So you guys know what to do. Um, but it's a time of year. We do have an episode for you this week. And we will have one more for you next week. And then we um, saunter off into the wild blue yonder of the offseason where we also have the War Room episodes and we'll have just more coverage of football than probably we've ever had before. Um, we'll probably have some more offseason episodes, draft stuff that'll be coming up. I'm going to get you taken care of. So make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast right here. But championship week. And I have moved on in our three-sport league. I do have a three-sport league championship on the line. And it is an all-Arizona championship in our 16-team three-sport league. I don't know if I've ever reached a championship in football. Um, I don't I don't know if I've... I may have won baseball championship once. I have been in... So people don't know in three-sport, not that you really care how we do it, is you can individually win the leagues, but we also have a big pot where there is points that are uh, assigned to like where you finish. And then there's an overall championship. Now I don't think I'm going to really be in line because my basketball team is absolutely atrocious, but either way, I don't think I've gotten to the championship before. 
And this is a team that I built very strong. And I'm going up against uh, Chad from Butthole Tucson. He's got a strong team. And I'm just hoping to take it down. I don't care about the money. I just want the ship. Though we do have some money lined up for first and second pogs. Uh, this is my big dog. This was also one of the main ones I wanted to hit. Though I clearly wanted to get one of our ITL championships this year. Which I am not taking down. But hopefully I'll take down a three sport championship. I uh, lost in all three of my leagues. So I'm done. It was just oh. a brutal week. I was favored in all three. Lost all three. So that was a ton of fun. Uh, the one was with so Jake Seeley, our buddy. Oh, uh, I got the email. Guess what? You got, got the email, email that we were Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. yeah. I got, or Jamie. I got the from CBS. It was congratulations to the guys moving on to the championship. And I saw Gary Davenport, who I believe you guys were playing. And I went, oh, yep. you guys lost. Yeah. Uh, at least Gary uh, did um, delay our podcast recording to thursday this week so ah, uh luckily don't have to deal uh with that uh right after uh that killed me then in what he the vampire in? league uh what well he led the league in scoring so it was not that surprising that that he won but we were favored in the projections uh the home league i lost to our buddy jesse uh yeah, he, who took he me down beat me last year too uh so uh, that's two years in a row losing to Jesse, and it's an all cool. Jesse championship, just like it was last year. It's super annoying. It's like oh, Jesse maybe Sevier. the other Jesse. This is like well, Jesse Severe's. I lost to a Jesse. Um, yeah, this is like Jesse Severe's. Uh, you know, uh, Christmas bonus from us is winning my home leagues. This is why he year. must love being a part of the army too. It's just, he just dominates. <laughs> like he pays for his he pays for his uh, ITL membership. No, like, no he doesn't. We do. We give him our money from no, our fantasy yeah, leagues every single point. year. Like, yeah, yeah no, that's, that's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, but you're, you're saying it better. Like we essentially pay for it uh, with the championship yeah. wins that he pulls together. So, uh, yeah, so Jag beat me in that league. And then in the Vampire League, which I led the league by 150 points, my record wasn't uh, great. I just like barely scraped in the playoffs, but I'm like, just get in the playoffs and your team's going to dominate. Yeah, it didn't. Uh, I won last <laughs> week. Then this week, um, it came down to... James Conner, I was up. I was up 14 points. He had James Conner on Monday Night Football, and going into the fourth quarter, James Conner had four points. So I was I'm like, "Aware," because I had James Conner uh, <laughs> in, in the three sport. Yeah, because you're like, because this was the opposite for me, and I and I had Benjamin Mostert, uh, which was actually a good thing too. But I had a couple other options, and I didn't go that way. I'm watching the end of the game, and I'm like, "All right, if they can just shut him down for the fourth quarter, we'll be all right." And then, like three minutes in the fourth quarter, he scores a touchdown, and on a 30-yard run, too. So that that run ended my fantasy season wholly and completely. So uh, yeah. so much fun. Bachman so, was what are so we mad there. Your, your micro, my, Bachman's microphone just went down to the floor, and Bachman was just was like, uh, yeah, oh, I'm so lucky. But you were so Eeyore. You were just oh, like, yep, and everything. <laughs> fantasy playoffs. So anyway, yeah, let's – let's. Uh, this you almost sounded like today. all podcasts in 2013, by the way, with your microphone. You're like – Hey everybody, we're welcome into the show. We're All podcasts in 2013, show. dude. There's some podcasts still today that are very popular that still sound like yeah, that. Can you so. believe that? That they still do that? Like, get a microphone, man. It's not that hard. <laughs> like Twitch streamers put in more effort than podcasts do, and it's like it's it's a craziness. But uh, I don't know where you guys are at. Love to hear from you. If you locked down a championship, if you got close, if you gave out a big beat. Feel free to tweet us. Is it the Welsh Bogman Sports? That's how the run goes. It would be fascinating. It, it can't happen, but like maybe we could figure out a way to do it. 
not not this is an excuse, of course, but like it is it is exponentially so much tougher when because we play predominant amount of our leagues against listeners that they know what we want to do. They know our strategy. It'd be so interesting to go and play something. Really, I wish I could play more of the like NFC and NFBC type of stuff where you know people wouldn't necessarily know what you're doing or who you are and you could get into them because you know we just get demolished. Also we play in these big leagues. We had such we have such a large amount of these 16 team leagues. It is something to consider maybe in the foreseeable future to do a little bit more in more of the common man leagues. Like you know these 16 team PPR leagues, it's very difficult to take down championships. I'd love to get back down to 12. But you know shout out to the ITL people. I think we've got uh, famous and Superflex Benny Snuka. I don't know with you guys changing your names. I know who Famous is. I don't know who Superflex ben, is. That's a Superflex. Ben, ben oh, is that Ben? Four leagues. He, I think he's won Superflex every year. By the way, uh, he just bet CK just won Guillotine. Yep, uh, I know CK just won. CK won uh, Guillotine. Superflex is down to Ben and Famous, which is a monster one. Did you see the PPR ITL league is Lieutenant Don and Zito in the championship? Nice. I like that. That is going to be a big one. And then just see if we can give it any other shout outs to who the hell else is out there that we want to shout out. Vampire? Who the hell is going to win Vampire? Uh, Gamel or someone else. Not me because I lost. Uh, it looks like Nick. Oh. It looks like Nick or Gamel are going to take that down. I think I was with Gamble when this draft was going. I know that was the baseball one. So, um, yeah, a lot of good leagues, a lot of fun stuff. And did we ever find out who won the overall record and points? I, yeah, I, I counted it out and then uh, my computer shut down. So I lost all my info. So, uh, hey. I, I'll, yeah, we'll have that on the next show uh, that, that we do. All, all, okay. all the champions will list them off. Everyone who's going to the champs league. So, if you're in the satellite leagues, I know Rob Russell. Our boy said it's his first fantasy championship in 15 years of playing fantasy football. He's in uh, Satellite League 5 trying to get that ship this week. So uh, good luck to everyone that is trying to, uh, you know, bring it down, whether it's in an ITL league or if it's in your home personal league or whatever you're doing. Uh, Good luck and bring down the ship and uh, let us know that you did. Please. Take those babies down, man. Now, I got to live vicariously you. through somebody because uh, yeah. this is so. I mean, I saw I was. I was in first place in our holiday best ball, I think. So Yeah, I had um, one best ball. I don't remember that or two that I was really close, but I haven't looked in like a week or two. So um, uh, the best balls were uh, a little bit better, I suppose, this season. But I got to go back and take it. Definitely isn't best ball four. I can tell you that. As I'm, I'm, I'm winning it. by eight points over Aaron uh, in our holiday best ball that we did or our first best ball, whatever that is. So okay. I'm up by eight points going into the last week of the season. So you're also in first place, by the way, in the ITL best ball number two on Fantrax. Is that right? You know this. Yeah. Okay. You are first place by a deal. I think you're going to take this down. I think it's, I think this is John Moore that's in second. So I think you have a chance to take down a couple best ball titles box. Okay. And I think well, I that's might be making, in line for, all right. That's making me feel much better. So, wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm up way more. Maybe, maybe you're a best ball guy. Anyone. Yeah, <laughs> set it and forget it. That's yeah. what I like to do. Right, exactly. Set it and forget it. I'm a rotisserie chicken. That's I think I you. Am, I so. think you just might be. I, I have to look on Sleeper on like where the hell I am on some of these, but we'll do that at another time. Hey, friends, uh, this is the final episode of 2022. I don't know if you realize this, which is absolutely bonkers because Sunday is going to be the first. It'll be 2023. 
we're going to have another episode for you next week. But Bog, something we haven't talked about. I think that episode's got to be a mock. We always do an early uh, two, even if it's like a f- first couple rounds, we always do a, an early mock look at uh, way, way too early mock, which will probably be the final one. But like this is like the final one of 2022. So we want to thank you guys for hanging out with us all season long, especially you hardcores that are still here because in the podcasting world, championship time is literally the least amount of listens that you can get at any time. So you guys are the least that will ever listen to this show. And that's just how it goes. So we appreciate you guys. And if you happen to just be floating out there and you don't already know, come and check us out in this league.com and uh, hang out with us into the new year. We'd love to have you guys for 2023. Uh, I want to make it a strong 2023 and hopefully you guys will consider, even if you guys want to wait until the, I guess, you know, Sunday or Monday, the very beginning, please do that. Bogman has updated, uh, updated ish dynasty ranks. They'll get an update probably right as the season ends. And then you're going to see stuff with all the draft, you're going to get draft coverage. You're going to get dynasty draft coverage on uh, all the values and stuff like that. So you want that there, bam, lock in. Plus we got stuff on all different spectrums of sports. You guys can hang out with us, have access, and you get direct access to unique things we do. You know, when we are doing mock drafts and stuff like that, you have an opportunity to take part. So come and check it out in this league.com. If you want to support in this league in 2023, in this league.com, come and sign up today and we will be very, very happy. And Bogman will let you stay at his home if you come into Texas. He will let you stay in his room. Is he what he's yeah, told me? I mean, our but our buddy John swung by my house the other day. Wouldn't even let him back in my area. So uh, it was unannounced. I had no idea. So I'm like, what yeah. was he doing? You're like, what are you oh, he, doing? He was coming to give me a Christmas gift. But but uh, like I, I I you know he came in the house, uh, m- met my family a little bit. Uh, stayed for a little bit. I'm like, look, I would show you my area, but I had no idea you're coming back and I'd be embarrassed. So, uh, yeah. yeah, no look, such. Thing. I got a dead body back there. So, like, yeah, I'm not going to get implicated. Yeah. Look, yeah. The, it's the for smell. your own good. It's for your it's own just, good. It, it's like, uh, you know, Peralta and uh, in, in the episode where him and Kevin are staying in the safe house. He's like, but sir, the stench, it has to go somewhere. You know, that's uh, <laughs> that's my room back here. So, sorry, oh, I, yeah. I need I need a uh, C, C, uh, CSI cleanup crew. To come in here and uh you know just do all of that first before i let what do you think a black light would show in that room oh look like a jackson pollock <laughs> that's for sure look like a grateful dead concert up in this oh so. can, we, can we make can we put that on the wheel no. one year is where you'll do a nope. black light <laughs> can't. can't do it can't live with myself so probably be the last show i would do so just black how did it get on the death? ceiling oh my god What's at the doorknob? It's crazy. Did that on Brooklyn Nine Nine too. Oh uh, man, I, we're gonna put that on one time. Just blacklighting the desk only. That'll be. We'll, we'll just slowly over time undercut uncover what blacklight and what uh, nonsense is there. All right, let's uncover week seventeen. It's your championship week. You will be not doing it with Derek Carr as the Raiders will not because Josh McDaniels just dropped the bomb. Literally, as we were about to start the podcast, Bogman and I were shooting the S talking about industry stuff. And I go, dude, I'm like, is this real about Jared Siddham starting? And Bob, it's like, no, it's not. It that's fake be. news. And I'm it like, uh, wait a minute. Look, Adam Schefter reports. Josh McDaniels has officially, officially benched Derek Carr for Jared Siddham. And the, the quote on it sounds very ominous that let's see, where is it? Uh, yeah, here it is. Josh McDaniels on the quarterback situation. There's a lot to be sorted out through once the season is over. And what this also tells you, because this was announced as well, Derek Carr will not be the backup. 
In fact, he will be inactive for the game. He gone. He gone from this team. There, you don't come back. You don't get benched and put inactive in week 17 and return to the team, which I think is going to have Devontae Adams implications. Their car moves on. There's no way you fix this. Josh Jacobs has already publicly uh, voiced his frustration last week with the team and how much he wants out of here. This is going to be a very, very different looking Raiders team in 2023, and they might be vying for the top pick in 2024. So with Jared Stidham on, Devontae Adams is ranked very high in ranks because this is just a great matchup for the week. But I mean, I was going to do the bounce back box. I was going to bounce back on Adams off of last week. Do you feel comfortable with it with Jared Stidham? And Devontae no. Adams? No, I don't. Not not even a little. I mean, look, Devontae Adams should be one of those wideouts that is QB proof, like DeAndre Hopkins is. You know, I think Tyreek Hill would probably be fairly uh, QB proof. Just throw it to him short, let him run with it, uh, stuff like that. But Jared Stidham is awful. I have no idea why they're going to Jared Stidham uh, here. Like, Derek Carr has been ineffective. I understand that. Um but this is, like you said, dude, this is a signal of Derek Carr not being back with this team. He's definitely going to get traded or released oh, or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, or, or McDaniel is gone after one year. But we've heard that, you know, there are rumors, which I don't think I believe, but um, that the Raiders are cash poor and they can't afford to fire him because it's what, buyout. What does that Wait, hold on. What does that, that mean? mean? They're cash poor. Like, that means they, they don't, don't have, have cash assets? in the bank. They have, no, they only have assets. They don't have cash. So, uh, so I guess what I'm saying is, is like to fire him. They'd have to sell the assets to end up paying uh, his buyout because they don't have cash to afford it. Not to so me. this is not going to do a whole political thing, but like rich people aren't these billionaires. Crying, yeah. yeah. Rich people crying poor is maybe the most unbelievable thing. They're like, I it's only we only have twelve billion dollars. What could we possibly do? It's like, no, you have you're being that is absurd unless they are. I just don't. In, what else? Do, are they leveraged? Because the stadium are, are they Davis so over leveraged? They might be. I have no idea. I don't. You know. Uh, look, I I spent a lot of time looking into the players and stuff. I I do not care about. You saying they can't Mark go Davis to a bank? Financial. Just be yeah. like, hi, I'm super weird. Hey, can we get I'm a Mark loan? Because we yeah, hate we Josh get... McDaniels to pay him to leave, so we can have Derek Carr as a starting quarterback again. I don't I just, know what they're gonna do. I I'm assuming they're gonna you know try to draft one or trade for one or something. Look, Derek Carr Gosh, has had. Not, not the best season, right? And to only muster up a touchdown on the first drive against Pittsburgh is is a rough look. Pittsburgh's defense has not been good. So I kind of understand them benching him, but it would make sense if you had a capable backup that maybe could show some promise. Like Mariota? I, Remember when they had Mariota back there? Sure. Like, oh, we want to see if Mariota could be a guy. Or That would have that would have made so much sense. Even like a Brock back Purdy. Like, if, like of the Niners. Sure. You know, he was like the third quarterback. If you had like a Brock Purdy type of guy that you drafted and you wanted to see. But what do you need to see out of Jared? Brock Stidham? Purdy might be causing this. He might be causing this because he's so good. Let's just see what Jared Stidham has. You know, maybe Dude, who would Brock you rather Purdy have? Something. In moving forward, Derek Carr, or Brock Purdy, Derek Carr. I mean, it, look, Brock Purdy has been great over a month, but uh, we've seen seasons of Derek Carr play pretty well. But he's been so up and down in his career; he's a roller coaster. So I, I understand not wanting him to be the guy anymore, but to go from him to Jarrett Stidham is oh. just such a step down. Jarrett Stidham wasn't even that good in college, you know. Um, he he had some okay seasons once he transferred to Auburn. Um, 
doesn't throw a lot of picks, didn't make a bunch of mistakes, 48 touchdowns to 13 picks in his college career. So that's nice. That's very game manager, though. So, uh, you know, this is this is a bad team. That's just going to get worse in the offseason because if Derek Carr is going to leave or, you know, get traded or whatever, and you're not getting Josh Jacobs back, you're not going to put a franchise tag on a running back that's paying him too much money. Um, or maybe you get rid of Derek Carr so you can franchise Josh Jacobs because he looks like one of the best running backs in the NFL. Now I mean, that you finally gave they, him the ball. Uh, I don't think it's, they can. I think oh. if this team is crying cash poor right now with this situation and they can't get rid of McDaniels, what I think this has to look like is an absolute demolish of this roster and everything about it because Devonte Adams is not going to want to play here. He, I, I could imagine the guy sitting out. They're going to trade Derek Carr or, or cut him. Josh Jacobs is gone. You cannot imagine they're going to want to franchise anybody, especially a player that does not want to be here and would probably sit out in Josh Jacobs. Jeremy Fowler reported, this is his from a source, that the Raiders bench Derek Carr, in their words, in part to preserve the health of a potential trade this offseason. They don't want to risk injury. So that is what he's saying, according to his sources, is going to go down with Derek Carr. And I, would I mean, say, it doesn't matter what you say about it. It's a bad look. Either way, whatever. I got an idea. I got the perfect trade to to save him. Whatever. It's bad. I got the trade. I got the perfect trade. Devonte Adams traded to the Packers for Jordan Love and Devonte Adams rejoins Aaron Rodgers for another run. And Jordan Love, who wants out if Aaron Rodgers comes back, he goes to the uh, I was about to say the Oakland Raiders, the Raiders as their new starting quarterback to trade match made in heaven is a trade I got for you. How about uh, uh, Derek Carr in a first for Trey Lance? Uh, ooh, and we get a first and you get a first. Yeah, I'm in. I don't need Trey Lance. I got Brock Purdy. I got I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo. Raiders, I'd be fine. That, might, that might be the spot the Raiders are in, you know? Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't think they would I don't want know if him. they have they a first round pick, but you know. the Niners don't have a first round. I think Raiders probably do, but I don't <laughs> even think that the Niners wouldn't be looking to acquire Derek Carr when you have Garoppolo. Well, Jimmy G's gone. Back. If Brock Purdy fades, which I hope he doesn't. I hope Brock Purdy is quarterback, but if Brock Purdy fades, uh, you know, Derek Carr has done it there before, and that's exactly the Niners are a QB away. So uh, just yeah. like the, Bucks I mean, he'd were. love to stay there. Fresno, he went to Fresno State, so he'd yeah. love to, um, he'd love to stay in the Bay Area re- relative range where Fresno is. But Devontae um, yeah. Adams and Derek Carr uh, to the Niners for uh, Trey Lance and uh, Debo. Don't do it. And no, first. don't say Debo. Get out of here with the Debo nonsense. You're not going to okay. trade Debo in with Devontae Adams and so. I mean, listen. You wouldn't say you would take Carr and Devontae for that. You I don't need. Do I don't care you? about Carr. If if I could trade Debo, but I'm not. You're not going to trade Debo and Trey Lance to get a first in Devontae Adams. Um, no, Derek Carr and Devontae. But I don't want Derek Carr. Stop I know you don't want Derek, Derek Carr, Carr, but he's. Uh, <laughs> you want Devontae Adams though, don't you? I want Devontae Adams. Yeah, give me Devontae. Yeah. Okay, uh, you got to give me Devontae Adams now you and have, a linebacker. Now you have Devontae Adams and you have, of course, everything has to be slided towards the Welsh. Uh, no, how about uh, Devontae and CMC now? You have two of the best offensive weapons. Oh, plus George my Kittle. God, I forgot about CMC. We have George Kittle, Devontae. You know what? Let's do the trade. Look at your let's shirt, stupid. How do you forget about Deal. CMC? Let's do let's it. Run let's run CMC. Come on. I don't freelance out of here. You're a Raider. Have fun. Uh, I love it. I love the trick. Give me Devontae <laughs> Adams in a first. Niners are all about it. They can use a cornerback no, with their Adams first. And Derek Carr for Debo and Lance. Okay, fine. Carr can be the backup to Brock Purdy. That's the fine. Brock Purdy. Yeah. Whatever we need. Fifty-two million totally dollar fine. backup. I yeah. legit think though. I know it would be hilarious to everybody. Devonte Adams going back to Green Bay 
Uh, and Jordan Love going off to the right. I think it could happen. Why couldn't it happen? Why? I don't. I just think you burn that bridge when you want out of Green Bay so bad. I don't uh, think he burned the know. bridge, though. He just he, like, I don't think, I think they hate him. I think Devonte Adams goes and play. Fair I don't Rogers. think the fans hate him. I think the the front office and the locker room might. So uh, they don't care about that. They're still putting up with Aaron Rodgers. They're masochists. Yeah, but they might make the playoffs. And how funny would it be if you get out of Green Bay because of uh, whatever weirdness there is yeah, there, and then they make the playoffs and you don't. And but like, what, and your what quarterback that you move just... for gets benched and traded. Okay, so but then bad. you got to look what teams are going to want a quarterback and what quarterback are they going to invest in? If the Raiders need a quarterback. Jordan Love makes all the sense in the world. The guy that is more of a veteran that can get them to start to go now. They don't have to use the capital of a draft pick to try to develop. I mean, Aaron Rodgers growing up retiring after this year, I think anyway. So I think Jordan. I don't know, he's so stick. stubborn. I think he's, he's stubborn he's enough. A, he's a weirdo. That's for sure. Uh, Miami could use a quarterback because Tua has eight thousand concussions. So oh, so you think one. Jordan Love? Why would Jordan Love? Well, let, let's just a, not, not Jordan Love. Uh, let's talk about Derek Carr potential. Oh, okay. Because Jordan Love ain't going anywhere. Uh, the Dolphins, Washington. I think the Jets, Washington is a very good one. Um, let me see here. The Jets are going to have like a top. Uh, and I can Tennessee, Tennessee is a perfect spot for Derek Carr. Yeah, that makes me? a lot of sense. Um, the Colts definitely need a QB. Derek Carr could be uh, with okay. the Colts. Yeah, the Colts uh, would make more sense because you want Derek Carr's going to want to go to a team that looks like they're close to competing. And with Jonathan Taylor and Giants. Pittman. Uh, yeah. Okay. I could buy that. I think, I think, uh, Danny dimes is UFA. They might, you know, they're not going to, you're not franchising Danny dimes. So, uh, let's see. No, no, no. Um, Carolina needs a quarterback. Obviously the saints, do Derek Carr be perfect. in Saints make, okay. The saints make a ton of sense. Again, I think you have to line space for Derek Carr though. Well, yes. I think you have to line a team that is close to competing. That's why the parent Panthers don't make sense. Maybe the Jets would make some sense, but they really might give it to Mike White. This? Though Mike White and Derek Carr might make sense. Okay. How about this? Steelers? How about Derek Carr and some picks? I don't know what to the Arizona Cardinals for uh, Kyler Murray. <laughs> I mean, that would be a match. Maybe you're gonna have a brand new head coach in Arizona for sure. Raiders love like their speed. Re, uh, resigning and uh, Kyler Murray. You know, uh, he's coming off the ACL, so he may not be ready for the first year. So. This might so what, be a like sit a and second, learn year for a him. A second too. and Derek Carr to the Cardinals for Kyler Murray. Yeah. It I might mean, just be straight up it, too because because Murray tore his knee in December. I like so it. So he's definitely not going to be ready for the beginning of the season. So it might just be straight up too. Just like uh, it. you know, new face, new place, all that stuff. So I love it. Uh, well, I mean, hey, Derek Carr could come on the podcast. You can talk about it because anyway, twenty five minutes in, we're still talking about Derek Carr. Yep, so, so. It's just it's fascinating because it happened right before it is. this. It is one of the wilder, crazier, stupider moves in the NFL. It's something that would get a uh, not cash poor team uh, to fire the head coach uh, for sure. <laughs> but apparently, they're so cash poor. Josh McDaniels is flying around doing whatever he wants. He can do whatever. Cash he wants. poor is something your cousin says to you when when they're asking cash for poor money. is what fantasy football podcasters are not nfl <laughs> run teams like i am cash poor not yeah they're not the raiders and mark mm. davis the only thing that makes sense is they're trying I to be can't like afford lunch everything. but i can eat some beans if you'll send me some lunch that's but these teams these teams too that make it like oh we paid for the stadium it's like dude you guys every team throws it on the city and the taxpayers of that city to pay so much of it like give me a break that you're you're cash poor 
You're not cash poor. You're just your portfolio is looking a little Statement, bit drier. The stadiums are not uh, a great investment because they cost so much money to put up. You're not making any money while they're going up. It takes forever to put them up. And then once they're up, it's like, all right, now well, it's, but, you know, 20 to 40 years. And, and you that's have why to pay half for of upkeep. it is usually paid by taxpayers. Yep. Or, yeah, I, I mean, I don't disagree. It's it's a horrible, horrible investment, but it's in a place where people are still going. Chris Welsh for city council, everybody. We're yeah, gonna stop exactly. paying for these stadiums. All right. Put it on the owners. I don't care if you're cash poor. Sell your circus. Well, buy a stadium. I mean, I just want to point out the uh, Glendale attempted to do that uh, with the Cardinals and Phoenix attempted to do that with the Diamondbacks where they don't want to pay it. Um, and the teams are like, all right, cool. We'll move. And then they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. All the teams, Glendale did it with the Coyotes. Uh, all the teams attempt to do that. As soon as they take the money away, teams will take their ball and uh, go home. And that's what yeah. ends up happening. So, all right. Yeah. Derek Carr. Ben, there you go. Anderson, so like Devonte Adams is going to move down. I, dude, I had Devonte Adams. If I'm being real with you prior to this news, I had him at four this week, even though he had a piss poor week last week. He had, I believe it was like, um, one of the top matchups on cornerback wide receiver matchup. I for dude, I forgot about this. They're going up against the Niners this week. My team, the 49ers, Devonte Adams should just trade jerseys. It's a great matchup because the Niners get torched in the secondary. Now but I know they are going to be Carr, in Jared Stidham's ass. Now, now I know why Derek Carr is benched because they don't want Nick Bosa to murder him. I mean, so. do you do you think Nick Stidham, uh, or Nick? Um, you said Nick Bosa. Jared. Is is Jared Stidham going to be able to get the ball off enough to Adams for him to even be a top ten wideout this week? Like we're not benching. I, mean, I don't think you can bench Devonte no, Adams because it still is a solid matchup. But that defense, they are going to blitz Stidham all game long. All yeah, but I, that might be good for Devontae. It might be, hey, 50-50, throw it to Devontae, just put it up, you know. Maybe. Uh, or it might be, uh, you know, uh, 3,000 handoffs to Josh Jacobs because he's a free agent next year, and they don't care yeah, what do about they care? him at all. So, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, if Devontae Adams tweaks anything. Bench, bench. No, yeah. uh, we're, we're saving you for next year, man. I don't know. So, I, I would say yeah, be on the lookout it's, it's for weird. it because – it's a weird situation. That's a bad uh, by the Bay uh, matchup. Um, well, I guess they're in Las Vegas now, but you know, it's a bad matchup for this to happen. And so uh, I don't know. Oh, you got me worked up about Devonte Adams coming to the Niners. The guy, he's confused like about the Raiders and where they are too. That's why all uh, this Raiders. Talk. When I bought, when I bought tone, his first uh, secret Santa gift, one of his, um, yeah. Yeah. One of his two. Uh, I, when I was buying him Raider stuff and it's like, he likes the worst teams, the teams that I dislike the most, like the Raiders and the Dodgers. I could not bring myself to buy any Dodgers stuff. So I'm like, I guess I'll buy him some Raiders stuff. And uh, the, I, I, I didn't know if he likes, you know, the, the Vegas stuff because there's Raiders fans that just want the stuff with the logo. So there was one hoodie with just the big logo. I'm like, oh, it's perfect. Kind of cheap too. sold out every size. Didn't matter if he was small to 5XL. All gone. Just the Raiders logo. Anything yeah. with LV on it, every cash poor. size, every cash color, poor. blah, blah. Yeah, cash we poor. can't yep. make any more of these hoodies. We're cash yep. poor. We're fanatics. Yeah, totally cash poor. Get it. All right. Uh, other news that's out there. Tony Pollard sat out Monday and Tuesday, but I believe there is still hopes that he's well, going to be able to go for they this play Thursday tomorrow night, night game. Yeah, no, yeah. but I believe I thought. See, I thought I saw he this might just practice all be... on Tuesday, though. Uh, when I did the uh, athletic pod with Funston, I thought I saw that he got in at practice in hopes of playing. So you're sure no, he didn't practice no. on Tuesday? No, he didn't. Uh, from what I saw uh, yesterday, he did not practice. I don't know about today. I'll look it up on Twitter and see if uh, 
we have any report of him playing today, but I just don't think. Yeah, you're right about that. I see that Eric Moody reporting did not practice on Tuesday with a thigh injury. I mean, that's going to boost up Ezekiel Elliott if he doesn't go. But um, I don't know. I don't feel confident about it now. The more that I look at it, if he is not practicing as of Tuesday with a short turn, that doesn't make me feel good on what has been a complete split role. And if that moves off, uh, Ezekiel Elliott just becomes even nicer this week. I think that's the best way to put it. Uh, I had Tony Pollard pretty high. I'll have to continue monitoring that. They're going up against Tennessee. Elliott would probably move from a low-end RB2 to right at the fringe of an RB1 without uh, Pollard. I think you agree with that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I mean, Zeke, Zeke has actually been playing very well recently, you know, uh, scoring touchdowns, too. So. Yeah, considering the split, he's been he's been the higher end of the split the last couple of weeks, so uh, that's been nice. Tony Pollard's clearly the better back, but Zeke has been playing well, so that's good for him. If you do have to start him this week, I don't because I don't have any teams. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Antonio Gibson is dealing with a sprain, according to Ron Rivera. Also in quarterback news, Carson Wentz is going to be back under center for whatever reason. Just they're going to keep I mean, throwing quarterbacks out there. Like it doesn't matter. Like they're all. You could be worried about Jahan Dotson has been looking really good, but Wentz can sometimes throw the ball. So I don't really think this changes much unless Wentz is going to stop targeting. But if I if I remember correctly, Wentz started the year and he was going after Jahan Dotson very early. So that yeah, I mean, Dotson's a good, a good wideout dude. So like, yeah. uh, you know, uh, been wide receiver two for the last month. That's a good what? That's a good combo if you could get a quarterback that can throw the football in there. Derek Carr would be perfect for the Commanders. So yeah, uh, I think that's the one you brought up. That's that's a good one for him. Justin Fields expected to play out the last uh, couple games here, so he'll be back in the lineup. The good matchup. This one is concerning on the quarterback front. Tua is back in proto. He's back on proto, and he's got to clear that proto. And as of this moment, there's a lot of chatter that it might be Teddy B. I don't know. No, it why. is. No, they said yeah, they said just recently Tua's out this week. A hundred percent out because yeah. I don't see the out tag anywhere. Yeah, Tua will be uh, Tua will be starting or Teddy. Will I, be starting I saw that the, okay because I saw that like he's lined. Teddy Bridgewater is currently lined in. So let's see. Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel told reporters that Tua did in fact suffer concussion. Teddy Bridgewater is in line to start on Sunday at New England. So I, I mean that is pretty definitive, but that's not like Tua is a hundred percent out. That this I happened just three think, hours before they're, they're It's another case where they didn't notice that his head hit the turf. How? How do you not notice it? How, they have spotters. How does no one notice this? Like he landed on his back, his head whipped back in, in the back of his head, and that's like. The real problem area with concussions, I mean, it sucks when you get a concussion at any point, but the back of the head, that's where it Fs you up bad. So when you have that, you know, when you whip your head back and you have that whiplash hit, those are the worst types of concussions. Those are the kind that make you curl up your fingers and stuff like that. He didn't do any of that, but if you looked at his numbers, pre-concussion, post-concussion, he, he had a touchdown pass and was like, you know, 80% before the concussion. And after that, he threw three picks. So it was pretty clear even in his play, that something was off with him. So uh, I highly doubt that he played. I don't think he plays again this season, even if the Dolphins make the playoffs. I think he's done. Uh, well, I mean, he might be done for good. Uh, yeah, some people might be cheering about that. Uh, Ryan Tannehill not going to play again in the regular season, so that's a lot of quarterback stuff. You also have Mike White is currently expected to finish out. Another quarterback that is gone and will be open for the market is Zach Wilson, who they will either release or trade. He is gone from the team uh, I mean, his mom was going at people and stuff like dude is gone. Number two overall pick looks as Josh Rosen busty as you can possibly get. And all the teams we talked about that need quarterbacks 
are Zach Wilson potentials. Maybe the Raiders could be another one of those that want to go cheap. Uh, but you see, you've got this is a problem. You've got a couple young quarterbacks on the market where you you're going to have one of those at least one of those Niner quarterbacks are going to be on the market because I don't believe Jimmy Garoppolo is a free agent. I believe he didn't. Isn't he still owned by the Niners? They just have to trade. I, I don't uh, think that's I, I'm the not case. sure. I can't remember. I think he, I think he is a UFA, but I'll look it up. Uh, yeah, I'd be curious about that. I'm going to look here because I thought they had signed him. Oh, no, I guess it was a one year. Yeah, it was a one year deal. Um, Maybe they just restructured him. So, yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a UFA after this season. Okay, so what I was going to say is either way, one of those 49er quarterbacks are going to hit the market, whether it was the Niners resigning Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey going, which most likely is not going to I know where Zach Trey Wilson's Lance. going. So you, you, you want Zach, me to tell you? Well, yeah, in one second. So you've got Garoppolo, Zach Wilson, and Jordan Love, all these young quarterbacks are going to hit the market. Jimmy, maybe not so young, but still like his value is probably the highest of any of the available quarterbacks. And then you've got the draft class of quarterbacks. And then you've just got the, some trash quarterbacks that are sitting around. Like who cares about Carson Wentz? And now Derek Carr is going to enter this mix. That it's like there's going to be a fight for all of these. There's four solid quarterback options, uh, two being young, if you consider that, and two other guys. And then the draft players who is going to pay up the capital on any of these players? I don't know if Zach Wilson gets a starting job anywhere. I think I think he's going to go to a spot where he is going to be in competition, like a it'd be like a Washington situation, where like it's a car. Yeah, there you go. Sure, Denver would make a lot of close stuff. to home, uh, close to Utah. You know, he went to BYU, all that stuff, uh, close to his home, and uh, you know, you don't have people are going to like him because they hate Russell Wilson. So it's like a perfect situation for him. Go That's to Denver. Point. Sit behind Russ. Russ is making all the money in the world, and he's terrible. If they the new coach that they bring in, if Russ doesn't, you know, they're gonna it's gonna be a whole new offensive system again, one that fits Russ, unlike the one that Hackett was running, which is why he got fired uh, this week as well. So they're gonna bring in someone brand new, and if Russell Wilson can't hack it there, all right, go to the local kid, go go to Zach Wilson, and and this is a redemption story for him. He could uh, potentially replace Russell Wilson, but. Here's the thing, you know, no one, even when he's terrible, no one's outworking Russ. This guy is doing high knees on the plane. You know what I mean? Like no one's outworking him. So he's going to have to come into Denver. And if he wants to win that job away, he's going to have to show it. He's going to have to put in the work. And I think that's a good situation for him. But I mean, also know, helps when point, he might be Josh Rosen. Well, when your teammates don't respect the quarterback, I think that's the only problem, though, is I think Zach Wilson has zero respect in the locker room. And he's doesn't look like a great dude yes, uh, from, yeah. Cause I think he's a whiny little, he's been a little whiny B about it, but Russell Wilson is not that Russell Wilson is probably just annoys everybody, but he also doesn't have the respect of his locker room. So you're going to take two quarterbacks and like what you're going to just have two villains to see who is more liked. So you I can get one Russ to be is, liked. Russ is a villain. He's not a villain. He's just not playing well. Well, he's, he's not, not liked, dick. but he's not liked. He has no respect of his teammates. Yeah, he seems or just so fake. Or former he teammates. does. He seems fake. He has no respect. The team. Well, did you see that thing that happened with Brett Rippon told the offensive line to pick him yeah. up when he fell, and the offensive line freaked out. They don't respect Russ Wilson. Russ is trash for that team. Well, that's so, why Hackett got fired. So they had, they had, they've just been playing terribly. Number one. Then they had that whole incident on the sideline with the offensive lineman and Brett Rippon. And then I don't know if you saw, but Randy Gregory and one of the uh, Rams linemen got in a fight after the game and they were both going to get suspended. They both appealed and got it waived and everything. But like you have all of that happen on Christmas Day in the national audience. You have to fire Hackett. Like yeah. he has no control of this team whatsoever. 
your logic makes sense with Wilson. I just think you've already got a locker room problem with a quarterback that is not respected to bring in another guy that, I mean, the NFL players are going to talk. Like, I don't, I, I got to tell you, do you think there's a quarterback less respected in the NFL than Zach Wilson? But you, when you're paying Russell Wilson $250 million, you have to, you have to get him respect. How do you get him respect by bringing in someone that is less respected behind him? Maybe. So, well, that's you know, the villain I, thing I mean, I'm talking about. Bring in yeah. like a worse villain and he can just become an anti-hero. I'm just saying they would own the two, I think, least respected quarterbacks in the entire NFL, which is an amazing feat by them. I think Russ can earn it back. I think both these guys can earn respect back. Uh, you know, Zach Wilson has to go to work and do it. Uh, Russell Wilson just has to play better like he's capable of. You know, Zach this Wilson's is, face is just so like it is very punchable. It's yeah. So, like yeah, I just no feel bad. For, actually, you know what? I feel bad for him. Like his face. It, you immediately, I bet half the lot, you just look at his face and you're just like, nah, not with that guy, that guy. No. And he just like, <laughs> he just looks smarmy and he's just like, <laughs> like he looks it, like every douchebag we went to high school with. That's the, he problem. looks like everybody he, he looks like, he looks like every douchebag. Everyone went to high school with. That's why nobody likes him. Oh, he's 100%. got the baby face. He's way too confident. He's the guy that's like, and, and meet you on the slopes. Stuff. Yeah. hundred percent. And he's just like, you know, <laughs> Nine o'clock tonight. Get you. Uh, He's just gonna beat you up. Like it's gonna going be a one-on-one. Black on one. diamond. You yeah, but that's his down, problem. Stan Darsh. He needs to grow some facial hair. He needs to dye his hair, and he needs to go to somewhere else. He needs to become a new person. Remember when everyone loved him because he's into milfs? Yeah, and no, I do. Remember when he was so popular because he banged everyone's him. mom? Yeah. No one likes him anymore. He needs to. He'll be. He'll be Wack Zilson. That's his new. That's his name until he changes. Wack he's Wack Zilson. We're changing it. Um, this is so much time we've gone over this. Uh, Jalen Hurts is a potential for this weekend. You put him out there if you if uh, he goes. John Harbaugh said they're going to be wait and see on Lamar if he's going to practice this week, which means he shouldn't play. Uh, the other ones, Pete Carroll said the Seahawks are going to see where he is uh, when talking about Tyler Lockett. Do not expect him to play. And um, I don't know what the well, let me get through these other ones and you tell me what this is. Nick Foles going to start again. Colts awful. JJ Watts retiring. Hunter Henry's day to day and Christian Watson. I don't fully expect to play if he does it's great but i mean uh lazard looked awesome this past week making some big plays so i think he's back in that chair what is the fat lenny tweet gate thing oh you didn't see that okay so no. the fat lenny tweet gate was fat lenny tweeted out that he's been dealing with a liz franck entry the entire season and then immediately deleted it like it was not up for very long at all uh i don't know why he tweeted that he had a good game uh on uh sunday night so um, just, it was just weird that, that he did that. But look, if that's something that he was dealing with, that was Najee the whole first half of the season. Remember when he looked like he was running in damn quicksand and couldn't make a decision and he just couldn't push off that foot at all. And if Lenny was dealing with that, that's a pretty big injury. But also if he was dealing with that and the bucks didn't report it, that's pretty big fines, you know? Um, and uh, they would go back, I think, and find the bucks a lot if he was dealing with that the entire season. But if it was something that he was hiding from the team, then not so much. I just don't know what this whole deal was. It was just a weird tweet that a bunch of people were talking about the other day. So um, I, it doesn't really matter in terms of fantasy. It was just a strange story. That's all. Yeah, I didn't see it at all. Uh, you know, Rashad White sees next year. I think, you think Lenny's back with this team? I don't know. 
Uh, I so. you know, I, I just, I, I have no idea what they're thinking at all there. So, yeah. All right. Let's take a break for 40 minutes in and, uh, let's give you our plays. We don't have a lot of voicemails. We actually, we did get a second one. We got a little bear report for you and Jack has got a song for us, which we can end out the show. So we don't even need to do an official voicemail segment, but we do need to give you our official plays for week 17. And we'll do that right after this. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations, Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. I use the side door, and after that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. Tell but, uh, space out? I probably only do about 15 minutes of real, actual work. Would you be a good sport and indulge us and just tell us a little more? Let me tell you something about In This League. All right, our plays. How did our plays go last week? Should we take a look? Should we see how gross this is going to be, Boggs? I don't Last week at quarterback, you had Tom Brady. <laughs> But you had Gardner Minshew as your deep play. That worked out quite well for you. I had Jared Goff, which I think worked out well for me. I'm trying to remember the stats. I mean, they got demolished by the uh, Panthers. But um, how did he finish? Let me see. I think I have the. Oh no, I didn't. Let's see the. Goff fantasy. had 355 yards and three touchdowns and no picks. You're all right. Okay, yeah. So I absolutely nailed that one. And then my second quarterback was Sam Darnold going up against them. Uh, they did all the rushing yards. So let's see, I'm going to pull this up here. Week 16 quarterback, Sam Darnold would have to probably be like at least a top 15, which he was eight. He finished eight this past week. So that's yeah, another hit. Darnold was great. They won. They have, they yeah. can still make the playoffs to Panthers, which is insane, but they still have a shot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so we nailed three of the four. It was your Brady pick that didn't hit running backs. You had Latavius Murray as your one, Zach Moss as your two and Jalen Warren as your three. Three. I want to say you got None of one. These you def- no. Yeah, no, Zach Moss was was solid. It's, I wasn't it's seventy he got yards like total. Eh, okay, that yeah, good. yeah. So they all. What was the, who was the first Who cares? one? Latavius. Don't take well, my just take- I'm out. <laughs> I'm the worst. What are we doing? Why are Latavius we doing did have. Uh, Why are we going over last week? Who, 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 who wanted to do this? <laughs> what is your problem? Zach oh, well, Bogman was terrible, and I was good. Let's check on this week. We haven't done this the whole year. Only the last two <laughs> weeks when I was good, Bogman was terrible. Let's do this again. Hold Jalen on. Warren Who was else was bad first. for you, Bogman? Mike <laughs> Evans was awful. Uh, DJ Shark didn't catch a football, and Darius Slayton's the worst. So great job, Bogman. Let's go. Uh, let's do this uh, yeah, your wideouts. Well, no, how? Okay, so hold on. So mine, McKinnon was not a hit, though he did score a touchdown. He scored. Uh, he always scored, but I don't even think he scored like double digit points. Like he scored. Um, no, he, well, he scored 11, but he was 21st. So that's not a hit. Zonovan Knight, I think was a huge, embarrassing terrible. failure. Absolutely terrible. And then I had Deion Jackson, uh, who was a huge, embarrassing oh. failure. So my running backs, we couldn't have done worse at running backs this week. I absolutely, demo- I, you know what? 
I'm the most amazing wide receiver caller. Devontae Adams, Devonta Adams, I had at number one, and he scored two touchdowns. Drake London had another seven catches for 90, and Jahan Dotson scored, uh, I believe, another touchdown. He was my deep play. And of those guys, Devonta was the number two overall scorer. Jahan Dotson was the number 12 overall scorer. And then who the hell was my middle guy? Drake London was 27. So London is the closest to maybe not being. I he's murdered so it. Good, uh, with, um, he's been so good since they went to Ritter. I, even uh, the week before that, I, I think he's had like 30 targets in the last three weeks. He's getting, he's, he's getting solid. like a, around like 30, 30 to 35% of the, of his catches. Like he's finally exactly what we thought he was going to be at the beginning with volume with right a guy, with a quarterback yeah. that can pass. So at least they're just more fun to watch. All right. So I was incredible at wide out. Not, we were the worst at run, uh, running back and we were pretty good at quarterback. So quarterback and wide out was my play. And you know, Bogman's a great best ball player this week. So. Mm. <laughs> Just this week. You killed it the whole year. Shut the hell up. Shut the hell up, man. Uh, why don't you start to kill it? Give us your quarterback. Uh, you also, by the way, got to this way before me and took uh, all the best time. ones. F uh, you. Yeah, I'm just taking all the best ones so I can feel good about something in week 17. I wasted my so seat. much time not paying attention to who you had, getting ready to put it together and Half look, them, and then you I had them. And every I was like, one of them. It was I, ho- I hope all of them. Uh, <laughs> I will tell start- you, it was one, two, three, four, five. Five of them were, I caught myself on a couple of them, we but do a couple eight. I did not. <laughs> I know, five of them were ones that I wanted to play, so. All right. Well, the first one is the easiest one of the week. Uh, surprise QB one Brock Purdy Brock the rock here against the, the Raiders. And I had this before Derek Carr was going to be benched and they're going to Jared Stidham. I mean, they're just going to have the ball the entire game, the Niners. So uh, Brock, a couple of those passes. I mean, the best thing about Brock right now is that uh, well, there's two things. Number one, Welsh hated it when, uh, when they had to go to Brock and I was completely correct about him. Right. Um, so yeah. that's number one. Uh, yeah. and the other good thing is he is throwing to George Kittle and George uh-huh. Kittle is becoming his safety blanket right now. And it is reinvigorating George Kittle. So, uh, that is the absolute best part. I mean, he threw to Charlie Kohler and I know this is one of the names that the Welsh made fun of when I brought it up, but Charlie Kohler was an awesome tight end in college. He was a great pass catching tight end. And um, now he has George Kittle, who's one of the best tight ends on planet Earth. So uh, he is peppering him with targets. So that is just fantastic. So yeah, uh, Brock Purdy, my surprise QB one this week. And hasn't he gone like three straight weeks with two touchdowns and no picks, I think, or two touchdowns Purdy? at least yeah. in the game? Yeah, I mean, he's been he's a game manager, man. But but like this is this is like peak end Colt McCoy, you know, that you're getting out of Brock Purdy here, which is well, I mean, Colt ran, but, you know, um, it was just a guy that can sling it and he's not afraid. That's the biggest thing is he is absolutely not afraid uh, to put that ball up since and, week uh, he is 14, three straight weeks. Cause it, he's only been in three, right? Or has it been four weeks? I think it's yeah. Well, I think he played that other week, but it was after uh, Jimmy G got hurt. All so. right. Well, I can still give it to you, but let, let's just do the last three weeks, the last three weeks. Where do you think Brock Purdy is as far as quarterbacks go? Uh, like 11 or 10, nine. He's the ninth nine? scoring okay. quarterback. He scored better QB1? than Geno Smith. Tua Tungvola, Tom Brady, Deshaun Watson, uh, Sam Darnold, of course, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert. There's one for you. Derek Carr and Justin Fields, who's only played two. Uh, Justin Fields are averaging 16.7 points per game, and Brock is averaging 18.3. So even in the two games Justin Fields played, Brock Purdy has outscored him. So yeah, it's a great play. I'm definitely with that one. 
I am torn because this week in the, my championship, I have two solid quarterbacks, solid, not fantastic. And they are playing against each other. And I'm going with my QB one play of the week against the guy I currently don't have started because I have Kirk Cousins, but Aaron Rodgers is going up against the Minnesota Vikings. This is an amazing thing for you, Bob. I don't know if you realize this. Did you know that Aaron Rodgers has thrown 300 yards zero times this year? He's uh, thrown for I, 300 yards zero times. I didn't realize that, but it's also maybe the least surprising thing that you could tell me. Yeah, and you know, uh, against me here, he has only thrown a one touchdown in three straight games. So he's had a touchdown every single game, but only three straight uh, or three three games. He's had one touchdown. I couldn't get that out properly, <laughs> but he's going up against a Minnesota Vikings team that has just given it up. They are giving up the most passing yards to quarterbacks since week twelve in the NFL with over three hundred and nineteen yards on average. So like what's gonna bend here? He has not reached three hundred, but they're giving up three hundred and almost twenty yards per game since week twelve in here as the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings also are giving up roughly a touchdown and a half passing. They're not really giving up a whole lot on the pick side. And they, as far as the scoring goes, they are the seventh worst or give up the seventh most fantasy points to quarterback. So Aaron Rodgers is not really, and I will also tell you, like, as far as how ranks go, it's a weird week as far as what that, like, 10 to 15 looks like. But this is just a good matchup for him. Even if Christian Watson's out, I don't think I'm going to be afraid of it because here's another thing that I get kind of excited about. As far as running backs go, the Minnesota Vikings give up yards to the running backs. They give up the fifth most receiving yards to running backs at 47 per game, almost seven receptions, which would be tied, but they are the fourth most receptions. And they got two backs that make this go. I think we are going to get an old school Packers game where this is dump off throws to Dylan and Aaron Jones. And we are going to get a couple touchdowns off of the running backs via throwing. So that's why I'm back in with Aaron uh, Rodgers. I think Aaron Jones, anytime touchdown is a great play. I'll talk about A.J. Dillon in here. I just think the running backs are going to be heavily involved, even if Watson is out. I still like uh, uh, Lazard, but I'm going to go with both those running backs. I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers as my play. My deep sleeper play of the week, Boggs, you're going to like this. I'm going to go with your boy, Colt McCoy. I'm going to go with Colt McCoy because McSorley could not do anything whatsoever. I tell you, he wasn't as bad as I thought he was going to be. Not as bad. Yeah, he's not. Look, I'm not going to sit here and tell you he's good. I I am going to say that I didn't think he would be willing to put the ball up as much as he did. Uh, and he was better than I thought. But I, you know, I'm not going to sit here and call him good. Yeah, well, I think the deep plays are impossible. Like, I don't. Deshaun Watson, I want to play Russell Wilson. I don't want to play. And I think those are just kind of what they are in your brains. I, I could take Mike White as one of those plays I throw in here. But I'm going to go with Colt McCoy because I think Colt is going to be able to move the offense way better, get Marquise Brown actually involved. Uh, Hopkins is going to get littered. I will say this about Atlanta. Since week 12, Atlanta's actually given up the fourth least fantasy points to quarterbacks, only around 150 yards passing overall. You will be able to run a bit. I just think Colt is going to be put in a situation where he isn't going to have to make big plays and his guys are going to make plays for him against the Atlanta Falcons. So I like Colt. I'm not overly crazy about it i'm not trying to get sneaky with it but if you're in a super flex championship and you're deciding between 
you know, Desmond Ritter and Colt McCoy. I think Colt McCoy is going to pop up a little bit this week, but uh, I think the choices are definitely hard and uh, you are making a hard choice as well this week. Yeah, look, uh, like you said before, dude, it's impossible. The the back end of quarterback is so bad with all these benchings. You know, it's Carson Wentz and, uh, you know, Sam Darnold had a good game, but how believable is that? All that stuff. I think the nice thing about picking Colt McCoy, uh, like you said, is that with Trace McSorley, they prove they're just not changing the offense at all. It's going to be mostly throwing because it's Cliff Kingsbury. So yeah. it's still, you know, it's going to go to Connor a ton, but Colt can put it up. Uh, I'm going to take Kenny Pickett. Look, Kenny Pickett is finally getting into a rhythm. He threw the ball to both Deontay and George Pickens last week while still giving the ball on dump offs to Najee and down the middle to Pat Fermuth. So he's kind of becoming more and more comfortable. He led the game winning drive. I think that's just leading to his confidence. And look, if it's going to be Tyler Huntley again, uh, the Steelers might uh, be in possession of the ball. Most of the game they've had long drives re recently. The offense is looking much, much better than it was early in the season. So I'm getting confidence on Kenny Pickett. Plus I have no confidence in a lot of those back end QBs like the Welsh said. So Kenny Pickett's going to be my uh, surprise QB two. who I think he's already kind of like right on borderline of QB two anyway, but he's going to be my surprise QB two this week against the Rappers. Over on the running backs, this was uh, my play, and I, we talked a decent amount about it. Me and Brandon did on The Athletic this week. This is, I think, uh, ironically, in so many ways, a kind of a no-brainer play if you want to talk about a surprise RB1. And that's yours I'm talking about, by the way, because I think your name is more surprising than mine. Uh, mine is still ranked outside the top, but this is, I think, the top name to pick this week, and uh, you got him. Cam Akers against the Chargers. Look, the Chargers had the big side relief by winning on Monday Night Football. Now they are in the playoffs. They're a lock. So not a lot to play for here outside of seeding. So uh, look, the Rams are giving the ball to Akers a million times because they don't want Baker Mayfield throwing 30, 50, 40 times. So uh, Akers is going to get a ton of handoffs. The The Chargers rush defense is not great. Uh, I'm doubtful that Derwin is going to end up playing this game. He's in concussion proto. Uh, they thought about maybe suspending him for that uh, rough hit that he had on uh, Monday Night Football, but he's not going to get suspended. But I don't think he's going to play, add another, take another piece off. If this game gets out of whack, either way, you're going to see backups in for the Chargers. So uh, I think Cam could run the ball a ton in this game. And he just coming off that three touchdown performance on uh, Christmas Day against a good run defense. That would Denver yeah. was putting up good numbers. So, um, and this is what Atlanta has been trying to do the whole year is run the ball to show, uh, to, to kind of cover up how bad the passing offense and pass blocking really is. I think we're going to see a lot of that from the Rams this week. Yeah, and I'm I'm with this one uh, through and through. I will say the Chargers have gotten better as far as fantasy points given up. I, I just use a marker of week 12 uh, since through, and they are not like one of the worst at all, but they are, st and it's only because of touchdowns because they're still giving up over 100 yards rushing to running backs right now, but their touchdowns have moved to under a half of a touchdown. So that's why their overall has gone down. Cam Akers, they're going to get the ball to Cam Akers just like they did. They're going to run it 20 plus times. You can run against them. Cam Akers is like a no brainer here. Uh, mine, I'm going with, I'm going with a name. He's still like a name, but I just don't think he's in that valued spot. I believe he's like 17th on the list. I'm going with Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders kind of disappeared last week. I actually kind of don't care if this is Jalen Hurts or um, 
uh, Garner Minshew, but I think Jalen Hurts is trending in that way, and I think this helps overall. I don't know if you're going to see the Jalen Hurts who wants to go and rush for 150 yards, so I think they're going to want to get it on the ground a little bit, a little at least a little bit more. And New Orleans has been susceptible since week 12 on. They are giving up the six most rushing yards to running backs, 115 per game on the starters. And they are giving up the eighth most fantasy points to running backs in what is actually, I got standard here. Let me go back to half PPR. This might boost them up. No, still the same. They are giving up in half PPR, the eighth most fantasy points to running backs right now. And Miles Sanders is just put in a good spot. So I think this is coming off of a dud. You can get him back out there. And then when I move into my surprise RB two of the week, I'm actually going to stick with the Packers. Like we talked about, I'm going to go with AJ Dillon. And this is going to just kind of come back to exactly what I was talking about before. I think the running backs are going to be heavy in this. I think they're going to be able to um, both be dominant on the receiving side. You give up a ton of receiving yards. This team does this Minnesota team, but also, you know, if they're going to have more red zone opportunities, which I think they will, Minnesota's defense just has not been that great. They're in the lower second half of fantasy points, giving up to running backs overall. They're also giving up like, you know, just under 100 total yards, but 22 carries a game. Teams are running on them. A.J. Dillon is going to be able to put up a sneaky week, and I think he can jump up into that RB2 category. I think both Jones and Dillon are going to score this week, and I think Jones is going to do it in the air, and I think um, A.J. Dillon's going to have a rushing touchdown. I think it's going to be a higher-scoring game, even though it's a inner uh, division. And, and you know what kills me on this, too? It's like I'm talking about all this, and I'm still starting Kirk Cousins in mind because <laughs> it's hard to vote against. It's hard to go against. The Minnesota's had slow starts to games, too. And when they get behind, which we've seen, then they're going to start throwing the ever-living crap out of the ball, and that works in their favor. And I think this could be another one of those situations where Green Bay just might be a little bit more efficient against that bad defense. So I'm going to go A.J. Dillon as my surprise RB2 of the week. Yeah, Minnesota is one of the weirdest teams uh, that I've ever seen. This this you know 2022 Vikings team is so strange. Like so many one score games, they're winning all of them. I think aren't don't they have a negative point differential? It's just insane. Uh, biggest comeback in NFL history. You know all, all that stuff. They're they're just a weird team uh, for sure. Yeah. My surprise RB2, I'm going to go with Tyler Algier against the Cardinals simply because I think he might score a couple times. I've been using him around the goal line. Um, the the dude has been decently strong here. And I just, anytime you hear a report come out and say that a coach is packing it in at the end of the year and going to end up resigning, I mean, how did the players not just want to give up right then? Like, he's going to give up on the players. I don't know, you know. I'm sure JJ Watts can be playing hard. He he's been looking great. You know, it's so weird that he said the thing about retiring because my thought process was, man, is JJ finally healthy? He's played so good the last like three weeks. He's been outstanding. And I think he's just kind of leaving it all out there right now. So um, I think the Cardinals going to pack it in. Tyler Algier has been leading uh, that team in carries. So uh, let's hope he breaks off one, even though he's just basically a bowling ball. Uh, you just want him to get in the end zone, and then I'm actually more excited about my. Me too. Uh, this is the this is the one. RB. This is the one bogs that I was like doing my stuff, and I was like, okay, cool, I got it, and I was about to put him down. And I looked, and I was like, God damn it! I'm like, fucking <laughs> James Cook against the Bengals, and uh, I, this is a great matchup here. Uh, the the Bills and Bengals going to be such a good game, uh, but James Cook, eleven for ninety nine last week, like he has been putting up. High rush totals in a true split with Singletary. 
He's been the bigger end and he's catching the ball. Well, like he is looking more and more like your starting bills running back in 2023 and going to be a big piece of this offense. And I think we're going to see it here at the end of the year and in the playoffs. He's the better player. They're going to have to give him the ball more. And um, I think it's smart to slow down the Bengals too. You're going to want to run the ball a lot and not let that offense come in and, and pass and start getting, let Joe Burrow get in a rhythm. So I think the bill is going to run the ball a lot this weekend. So that all that game script all adds towards James Cook, potentially having a decent game here. And, you know, let's, let's look at this game script on the other end. If the Bengals do get up big, well, now James Cook is going to have more receiving opportunities because he's more the receiving back the Singletary as well. So I like James Cook any way you cut this game. So uh, I think he's going to be very, very solid. And I was surprised that he was, I think he was like 39 or 40 in PPR ranks when I looked at the, uh, and it wasn't even like at the very beginning of the week. I think I looked yesterday. What is he at currently, Welsh? Uh, James uh, Cook? James Cook for... 26, did he move all the way up or something crazy after I said he was no. at 40? Week I got to go back to it because oh I'm sorry I, I thought you were on it no it's okay I can take a look here so we have half PPR James Cook I want to say he was 34 he is what did you think he was well he was 39 or 40 when I he's 38 before. he's 38. 38 okay so he's moved up so still below 36 so that makes him yeah. uh you know a sleeper so I uh, love James Cook and obviously Welsh does too so uh this one is an odd one because I think this guy's on the outs for a lot of people. I'm going to go with my surprise sleeper RV of the week as Jeffrey Wilson Jr. And it's theoretically not the best matchup against New England, though I would point out to you, New England since week 12 has been giving up almost 23 carries per game. The yards per carry has been on the lower side. I want to say it is actually like probably bottom six or seven in the league as far as yards given up there, but they're giving up similar to Minnesota over 40 yards to running backs and around six and a half catches per game. So it's around 120 yards on the total backs. Now the question you're going to throw out is obviously Raheem Mostert is a problem. These guys are hard to identify, but Jeffrey Wilson Jr. last week out carried Raheem Mostert, was able to score a touchdown. And here's a fun fact, Boggs. Jeffrey Wilson Jr. has a touchdown in every game that he has had 10 or more carries with the Dolphins. Now, that's only two. And then he has one more in there. But if you go to the 49ers, since week four, every single game this year that he has had 10 or more carries, he has scored a touchdown in. So if you believe Jeffrey Wilson Jr. is back in with the team, which I do, I think this could be more of a poundy game. Two is banged up. They're going to want to run a little bit more, yeah. establish a run so you can get the wide receivers going. Jeffrey Wilson, when he has 10 carries, he is going to score a touchdown. They're bad as far as receiving goes on New England. I think this is a guy, if you're in a desperation spot in your championship, that you can throw out and has a decent shot to score a touchdown this week. So I like Jeffrey Wilson Jr. as my sleeper RB play. Going over to wide receivers, I'm actually just going to run it back, and I'm going to go with Devonta Smith going up against New England, uh, New Orleans this week. And Devonta was huge with Gardner Minshew, obviously. And um, I believe uh, I got to pull this back up. I want to say he had one of the best PFF ratings as far as cornerback wide receiver matchup goes for the week on PFF. I believe the number one went to Brandon Ayuk, if you guys care. But yeah, Devonta Smith, the fourth best PFF rating in the 90s. There's only six total, seven wide receivers that have a 90 plus rating as far as their matchup against cornerbacks and working in their favor. And he has a better one than perceived to be over Devonta Adams or Jamar uh, Chase. So this is a killer matchup for him again. Jalen Hurts 
probably not running as much, hopefully slanging it. Gardner Minshew obviously loved him. Either way, this aligns Devonta Smith into being a uh, wide receiver one this week, so I'm throwing him back out there. I like it. Uh, yeah, Devonte. I don't know if there's a disrespect, more disrespected wide receiver in the league. Uh, th- this dude, if he didn't have A.J. Brown next to him, uh, I mean, maybe he wouldn't be playing as well or whatever, but let's not forget, this guy won the Heisman. He's been outstanding. Uh, for me, I let's go with Chris Godwin against the Panthers. J.C. Horn looks like he's going to be done uh, for the season, if if not at least for this game. Chris Godwin should be wide open against that secondary. Um, you know, uh, I love Jeremy Chin, but he's going to be making a lot of tackles and not a lot of uh, pass deflections, I think. And look, we talked about him before. Drake London uh, against the Cardinals. Cardinals are down their quarter, their cornerback who played well last week, who hasn't been good. Marco Wilson uh, broke his S on uh, one of those plays. So I think he jammed his shoulder real bad. So uh, Drake London, we know when they pass who the ball is going to. And right now it's Drake London. So next year, probably going to draft someone to get Kyle Pitts back, maybe a more competent quarterback. I mean, that's another spot that Derek Carr could potentially land in is in is Atlanta. Um, but Right now, Atlanta. every Atlanta, excuse me, my bad, Atlanta. Uh, but uh, yeah, right now, everything is heading towards uh, Drake London. So I'm going to go with uh, Drake London as my surprise wide receiver, too. Uh, all right. Does that go back to me? You do all three? Yeah, you did. No, no, I didn't. I uh, okay, All right. Okay. So uh, I'm actually going to go back to what I was saying before with the number one matchup of the week. And now we've talked about how great George Kittle has been, but I'm going to go back to Brandon Ayuk. Uh, it ha- just hasn't quite gotten done which bums me out because i really feel like brock purdy has very jimmy garoppolo in him that we would get massive targets but we did see it tick up it's actually ticked up since he's taken over it was three against tampa bay four against as far as targets go to seattle he had seven this past week up against washington this week he is the number one best matchup as far as cornerback matchups go brock purdy is comfortable more comfortable in the offense they're throwing the ball more I do think this is going to be an early type of play. I don't expect the Raiders to be involved in it early, but I think Brandon Ayuk can get going very early. And I love him out. He's outside, ranked outside of the top 24 wide receivers. And I think this is going to be the get right game for him uh, with Brock Purdy. You know, we also had the comments after that very first game where Brock like apologized to him saying, we got to get you the ball. And it has slowly started to happen more and more. I also have, I wonder a little bit if they're going to move into a tiny bit more of like Terry Davis price and maybe some Jordan Mason, maybe take a tiny bit away from Christian McCaffrey is not, you know, not that you want to look ahead to the playoffs, but maybe they start looking ahead a little bit and it might not be a bad idea. These final games to get Brock Purdy throwing it a, a little bit more when you have a game a little bit more in line. So I like Brandon Ayuk as my wide receiver two of the week. And finally, I'm going to end it with DJ Chark who again has another one of those pretty good matchups online. He was outside. I think he might've been 35 the last I looked, but I'm going to throw him back out there. He had a dud against the jets, but prior to that three of his last four games, he has had 94 or more yards. Uh, If you don't count the jets game, he's averaging about five catches per game with around 95 yards. He's got one score in there. Jared Goff has been on fire. This Browns or this bears defense is not fantastic. As far as points given up, they are giving up the eighth most points to wide receivers as far as fantasy goes since week 12 on. The uh, yardage also is one of the higher, around 178 and over a full touchdown per game. Chark just gets it done and he gets going. So 
Uh, I'm going to go with him with my sleeper wide receiver. If you are contemplating where to go uh, for me, look, Isaiah Hodgins has touchdowns in three of his last four games and the last game. I know we talked about Minnesota and their secondary being obviously suspect, but 11 targets for him. He didn't have more than six in any other game. Hodgins is becoming a weapon for this team. Just a big target, especially in the red zone, tall, big body wide receiver. Uh, he caught eight balls for 89 in a score last week. They're going up against the Colts who uh, are obviously rough right now. So I think the Giants will be possessing the ball a ton in this game. Um, they still they need to win to try to get a playoff spot. So they're not going to take their foot off the gas. This isn't going to be a run a lot in the third and fourth unless they're up big, big. And I don't know if this offense is capable enough to be up big, big on many, many teams. So um, I think Hodgins is going to get peppered with targets again, and he's always a threat for the end zone. So I love him as a sleeper wideout this week. It's a good play. I think it's a very, very sneaky play. I dig it. And those are our official plays of the week for week 17 in your championship. Uh, we're not going to do official voicemail thing because we only have two in here. So for all you voicemailers, um, you know, thanks for the season. <laughs> we we <laughs> have one you. more. We will allow one more, I think, um, next week if our boy, uh, if our boy Jack wants to send one more parody song as we end out. We do the final mock draft, uh, whatever theme he wants to do. But we do have a barrel rapport, so let's get into the barrel rapport, uh, the final barrel rapport of the year. So, Mr. Andrew Barrow, what do you have for us today as I pull this up as very we were talking, slowly? Very slow to make sure. Didn't get that new computer yet, huh? So uh, nope. to get to make sure that this is all pulled up and ready to go and playing on the proper channel. I'm yep. definitely not delaying right now. All I'm doing is go. telling. Oh, here, here's Barrow. Here's oh, Barrel. my God. Here, here he is. Finally, it's all come down to this. The last Barrow report of 2022. Bogman, Welsh, let's do this. Zero out of eight leagues I'm alive in. <laughs> <laughs> Bad. but i am still alive in the champ league guillotine wait me and tim wait. he said zero of eight leagues he's alive in but then he's alive in the guillotine the guillotine uh that math doesn't work out there barrow <laughs> it's the champs league. i know it's down uh yeah right now it is down to him and one of the, actually i have to cut uh, whoever was last last week. So I believe Ben got cut. So I think it's Tim and Barrow. So good mm. luck, gentlemen. So let, let's let's start this over real quick. Uh, how many leagues? 2022. Bogman, Welsh, let's do this. Zero out of eight leagues I'm alive in. Hashtag sad. But I am uh, still alive in the <laughs> champ league guillotine. Me and Tim Maybe he's e talking head to head are battling out for the championship this week. Best of luck. Congratulations to CK on the guillotine victory. My favorite part of the season, my favorite memory, probably was before game one when the Rams were still Super Bowl champions <laughs> and had a chance to make the playoffs. Well, there's not much to talk about other than it's the first of the month coming up. It's a new year. Time to make a new you and join the army, the ITL army. Later. Oh, later. They <laughs> just cut off. Later, taters and baiters. Thank you, Barrow. Thank you for the good ad there. 
my favorite part was that one time where you thought the Niners were going to lose to the worst team in the NFL, mm. and then you doubled down that the Rams were better than the Niners, and then the mm. Rams uh, ended up not making the playoffs, and Baker Mayfield became their quarterback. That was my favorite part. And then the Niners traded for Christian McCaffrey, and even when all their quarterbacks got hurt, they kept winning games. That was my Come on, man. The one guy that sent us a voicemail is a whole year. Love you, Barrow. Love you, Barrow. All right. Uh, final up here. This is our boy, Jack. Jack said, uh, we still doing this? Jack, if you are here, we're always doing this. He said, this one didn't age well already, but around Thanksgiving, my mom had this idea for this one. So I got her to duet this week. Oh, wow. So this was nice. a Thanksgiving day written one with a duet. Enjoy. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Whatever's your thing. Uh, as we say, happy. Don't offend miss is what you guys want to do. And this one is called Commander Quarterback. Hi, Nikki. Oh, is this going to be hi, Nikki? Hi, Nika? <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. Um, yeah, so this is going to be with Jack and Mommy Jack right here on ITL. Mama Boyce. He went toe-to-toe with Brady. 2021 was the year. Washington lost, but saw grit they hadn't seen before. He left all dominion and the XFL behind him. You might say we became best friends. You might say he was bound to start some more. Before the Washington Commanders, we won high Whoops. We see his passes flying through the sky. Wentz. He's the leader of the offense. If Ron puts in Wentz, we'll cry. Commander quarterback high. Taylor Heineke. Commander quarterback high. Taylor Heineke. Who said don't diss him and in a very non-committal way said he's our guy <laughs> commander quarterback high taylor heineke commander quarterback high taylor heineke commander quarterback Mom's got a great voice. Yeah, Mom's got you a can killer see where, voice. You can see where uh, Baby Boyce got it. Uh, so uh, uh, that it, great song. I mean, the song was outstanding. Uh, terrible timing on it, of course. Literally, the literally day couldn't have worse. That timing. Heineke got benched. Uh, we we record the show. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, it was the day he got he got benched timing. this morning. You know, so uh, it actually might be all time worst, uh, worst timing ever. Uh, It's actually made it really sad. You know what? I want to hear them. They're going to play that this at his funeral. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I need I don't know what it is, but uh, maybe you guys can do it. This is one of my favorite songs. I need a maybe we can end this out. I'm putting a lot on Jack, but do it for another time as well. Give me some landslide landslide by Stephanie Nix. Like figure like we need to tie landslide into a song, but also get uh, Mama Jack. But Mama Jack might be tough if she's not Mama around. Boyce. If it was, 
Yeah, Mama Boyce. If uh, yeah, Mama, Mama Jack, Jack might be a different one. Mama <laughs> Boyce might be a little bit different if uh, she's not around for the holidays. But give me like a landslide, maybe like the 49ers. Like they're gonna win in a landslide. They're gonna take the championship right out of here. Like something like that. Give me a little landslide in here because yeah. you guys sounded fantastic. Love that song. Love it even more for its absolutely embarrassing timing where he is. Uh, they literally are like, we're going to cry if Wentz comes back in. Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> uh, good job. And uh, Mama Boyce, fantastic voice. Sound. Uh, I'm going to throw this out, too. I'm always amazed, too. She sounds younger than Jack. She has a very young sounding, beautiful voice. So, yeah, very good job by both of you. Thank you all season long. No guarantees. Jack has put in the hard work this year, but hopefully we get one more for the final episode. And uh, we will all rejoice with it. Follow him on Twitter, Jack Boyce Parody Songs on Instagram, Jack Boyce on the Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at Is It the Welsh and Bogman Sports. And that's it, friends. I will tell you, uh, make sure that you check us out on our Twitch, twitch.tv slash in this league, because in the new year, we are kind of ramping up of what the Twitch is going to look like. And we're going to be doing a lot more streams. Um, they will have a lot of baseball centric stuff, but football is always out there and on our minds. We will be back again next week where we will hook you guys up with a mock draft, early mock draft and kind of breakdown episode. I think we'll do this. Are we going to do a Sunday stream? A final Sunday stream episode? Probably. Maybe. No, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll be there. But you guys just we'll you know, see. log in. Log into the Twitch. Make sure you're there and you'll be notified if we're there. You guys know where to find us. I mean, I tell you what, uh, I might just broadcast the whole day because I don't oh. I don't have any fantasy to play for. We're not make we're not taking any notes. And my game is at night. So Ooh, maybe just, maybe a nine maybe hour we'll just, stream. We'll just like the NFL draft. Maybe we'll just sit on our asses and watch football together for the last week of the regular fantasy season. Uh, and so much fun. Maybe we'll just do that. Cool. Yeah. I, my kids, I think have a, a, a friends coming over. So if I want to run away, I just come in here and be like, whoops, sorry, got to work. Can't, uh, can't away. take care of any kids. Run, run away. away, run away and say yeah. hi to football. Let's do that again. That by, uh, there you go. We're asking for all these songs. All right. We got to get out of here. Thank you guys so much. It's ITL fantasy football podcast. Go get those ships. Hopefully I'm talking to you in a happy mode next week. Good luck to everybody and to everybody. Win it. A championship. Bye-bye. Foil. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.